Welcome to episode 38 of the Unconventional Polyglot. In this episode, I talk about diversifying your language learning. Thanks for listening. This is the Unconventional Polyglot, a podcast that explores languages and language learning from someone who has followed and also broken many of the conventional rules for how to learn languages. I'm your host, Will, and language learning is my passion. All right, so this episode is based on pretty recent personal experience, and and uh, this also has to do with uh, the reason why I haven't posted an episode of The Unconventional Polyglot for a little while. Pretty recently, I've been going through the process of trying to become certified to be a French teacher, and part of that process is taking exams to measure my proficiency in both oral and written French. So I took these exams. The oral exam was actually quite pleasant. I had a nice, friendly conversation with (laughs) um, the person who was testing me and mainly talked about my life and my interests and my family and, and things like that. Pretty comfortable subjects. So that really wasn't a problem. The written exam, however, required a lot of preparation on my part. First of all, before I actually did a little research into the structure of the written exam, I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know if it was going to be writing short essays or if it was going to be like a grammar test or something like that. I really didn't know. But then once I looked it up and I found out that, yes, it's essentially a series of of prompts that you are given uh, that you have to write about, some of them formal, some of them informal, uh, just to try to gauge how well you can write in, in French. And there are similar tests for other languages. But once I actually started preparing for this test, I realized how poor <laughs> my French writing was, especially uh, spelling. And, uh, and it made me realize that uh, my, my language study, even though I, I feel it is pretty diverse for the most part, it really wasn't diverse enough to, to make me an all-around language learner. And admittedly, in, in all of the languages that, that I've learned over, over the last several years and the languages I continue to learn, I really have not focused much at all on writing. And, and so it, it, it showed in when I actually sat down and, and tried to write in French, I realized how hard it is if you're not used to it. And really, even in your native language, if you have gone a long time without having to actually write, say, a letter or an essay or article or anything like that, it can be very difficult because writing is not like speaking, particularly informal speaking, which is the most common kind of speaking. Now, once I actually got in these these hours and hours of practicing writing about different topics, 
and going back and correcting what I had written and then rereading what I had written and uh, in a lot of cases actually trying to rewrite from scratch, not necessarily copying, but you know, addressing the same questions again, pairing the new writing versus the old writing. I, I feel like my, my French writing improved significantly. So a lot of the spelling mistakes that I was making at the beginning, I was not making at the end. Additionally, some of the more formal vocabulary or expressions that would be more used in writing, I was getting more used to those rather than the more informal spoken expressions, which would really not be appropriate for any kind of formal writing. So I, so I made this improvement, and that brings me to the, the main point of this episode, which is when you are learning a language or any number of languages, it's easy to stay focused on one or maybe two particular aspects of the language study. Like, for example, you may be the kind of person who mainly does lessons on apps, where you're filling in the blanks or, or translating sentences, things like that. Or maybe you're the kind of person who just reads a lot. Or maybe you're the kind of person who just listens a lot, listens to podcasts, you know, listens to or you know, watches movies or, 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 or series. And all of these things are good, but to really get the most out of your language study, and if your goal really is to, to become a well-rounded, fluent speaker slash writer, perhaps, uh, of a language, you want to make sure that you're not being deficient in one or more areas that are really important to getting an overall quality understanding of a language. So one thing that I have really tried to do recently more than ever before is to try to make sure, ideally every day, but it doesn't you don't necessarily have to hit every aspect every day because that could be very difficult at times. But at least every few days, try to make sure that you are engaging in some combination of listening, reading, writing, and speaking, which of course are the four main skills involved in, in language. And I've talked in, in various episodes of this podcast about these four key aspects of language learning, but I haven't really focused on putting them all together because they're all important. They don't necessarily have to have equal importance for everybody, but they all need to be important to you if you want to achieve fluency in a language. So roughly what I try to do, because it, it, it does vary a little bit for each of each of the languages that I focus on each day. So I try to make sure, like, let, let's just say if I have one hour a day to focus on a language, then what I try to do during that hour is spend probably about half an hour, maybe even close to 40 minutes listening. For me, that's typically 
a combination of maybe an episode of a Netflix series or sometimes Lingo Pie, and then maybe a podcast episode or part of a podcast episode or a YouTube video or part of a YouTube video. So the, those are the main things that I use for listening. Occasionally even like a news broadcast. Maybe music. I don't, I don't really focus too much on music, but that's another thing you could do. Or link. Link is another really useful tool. L-I-N-G-Q. Very useful app for simultaneously uh, listening and, and reading, which I've talked about on this podcast several times. So listening and ideally not just doing passive listening, not just like turning it on and then ignoring it. <laughs> that's, that's not going to be very effective. So active listening, whether that means, you know, listening while you're reading a transcript or, or watching, you know, reading subtitles, if it's a movie or a series. So that's a, a really what I spend a majority of my time on. And then I also typically try to spend maybe like 10, to 15 minutes reading, which is typically going to be like maybe a chapter in a novel or one or two chapters in like a short story. So I, I try to spend some time reading and some days that will be just pure reading. Some days that will be scanning text for unfamiliar words and writing down those words. So I have uh, an episode, I believe it is episode 36 of the Unconventional Polyglot, where I talked about my method for retaining vocabulary while reading. So I still very actively use that method. And then I do try to get writing practice. I, I, I do not do this every day, honestly. It's more like maybe a couple of times a week. And really, writing is not something that you would necessarily have to do every day to get good at it. You can become a pretty decent writer uh, just practicing a, a couple of times a week, maybe you know one or two paragraphs a couple of times a week. Over the course of months, say, and years, you can become a pretty solid writer in, in your target language. So it, it's not quite the same as listening, where listening you have to spend many, many, many hours listening in order to really be able to comfortably understand any kind of input that you come across in your target language. By the same token, you probably have to do a lot of reading, many, many, many hours of reading to really get comfortable with reading and soaking in all that vocabulary. Writing, uh, I think, is something you can spend much less time on comparatively. So most of my daily language learning time is spent either listening or reading. And then writing is more of a occasional activity. Speaking is also more of an occasional activity. I typically will get my speaking practice either talking with uh, an italki teacher or tutor once or twice a week. It depends on the language. And then also sometimes I will either intentionally or just spontaneously start talking to myself or thinking to myself in a particular language and try to carry that on for, for a while just to keep my, my brain active. That's roughly how I 
try to organize my, my daily and weekly language learning. But the main point that I do want to get across is not to neglect any of those four key aspects of language learning. You don't have to treat them all equally. There's a pretty good chance that there's going to be one or two or even three of those four aspects that are going to be more comfortable for you, where you're going to be able to make more progress in those areas than others. That's natural, but that's also not a good excuse for just ignoring any of those areas. Because if you totally ignore one of those areas, you're going to be deficient. And at some point, it's going to affect you negatively. And you probably don't know when that's going to happen. So the best way you can guard against these deficiencies and the effects the negative effects of these deficiencies is to not have the deficiencies. <laughs> so to put in the effort on a consistent basis. And, and when it comes to writing, which again, my, my new emphasis <laughs> uh, used to not be an emphasis at all, but now, you know, it's, I'm trying to make it an emphasis in my language study. It's, it's as simple as just picking a topic to write about some of the particular topics that I uh, wrote about in the course of trying to prepare for my French written proficiency test were things like, what is your daily routine? What is your favorite season? What is your favorite activity? Describe your family or your house or a particular room in your house, you know, in some detail. Practice writing a, a formal letter requesting a, a job interview, write an informal letter to a friend, inviting them over for a few days and talk about activities that you're going to do with your friend and things that you can do uh, in, you know, where, wherever you live, nearby where you live, just things like that. So the, the topics you pick are going to depend on your language level, but the, the main point is just write. And then Try to do corrections. If you have access to somebody who can check your writing, kind of proofread it, give you feedback on the quality of your writing, that would be ideal. In a lot of cases, that may not be available, <laughs> may not be an option for you, but just try your best because the, the better you are at writing, the better it's going to help you in other areas as well, particularly speaking, because when you're writing, you have to figure out how to say a variety of things. So you have to figure out, you have to know how to use a variety of grammar structures. You have to know a lot of vocabulary. So all of these things, which obviously will also help improve your speaking ability. Okay, so I'm going to wrap up this episode here. I hope this episode is useful to you. Maybe maybe give you a bit of a wake-up call, just like the wake-up call I got a couple of months ago about really needing to focus on writing, which previously I had not even really had anywhere on my radar uh, as far as language learning. As always, you can contact me with any questions, comments at unconventionalpolyglot at gmail.com. 
and I hope you will stay tuned for further episodes of this podcast, and I really appreciate you taking the time to listen, and I wish you the best in your own personal language learning journey. Goodbye.